Hi, this is June Moon, your digital media evangelist. And in this episode, we're going to be speaking with Tom Burrell. Tom Burrell is a pioneer in marketing, communication, and advertising. His firm, Burrell Communications, where he's chairman emeritus, was the leading force in revolutionizing how African-Americans are portrayed in media and advertising. Tom's book, Brainwashed, challenges the myth of black inferiority in America. Change is frightening even when it's not necessarily negative change. Yes, yes, change. change. And when you've been around this long, you know, it's really different, man, you know? Yep. And, and, and that that's what I want to talk about, Tom. I want to, I want to touch on... Um, uh, I mean, you know, if they don't know who you are and, and what you've done, they've been under a rock for the last 40 years or so. But, um, you know, your advertising career and um, speaks for itself. Um, but, you know, you've done so much shit as a person, you know, and you waited until you got 100 years old to start doing more. <laughs> You know, I told somebody about your painting um, um, a couple of weeks ago, and they said, I think it was Frida. I said, yeah, you know, well, you know, he's, he's doing art now. And it was Frida and um, Suzanne. And they said, he's doing what? I said, yeah, he's painting. He's doing art and music, you know. And they said, you mean singing? I said, no, no, no. He's, he's doing art. He's an artist now. You know, he's painting. Which, which, uh, which is interesting because... Uh... The, the less eyesight I have, the more inclined I'm, I am to do some art. Yeah. No. Not that I, can't, not that I can't see shit. Right, you know? exactly. <laughs> I do some painting. You wait till you're blind see, see and how that you works out. painting. <laughs> you know, but uh, hey, man, you know, I mean, it, it's a blessing that, you know, we're still alive. And, you know, you, you have a really a big torch to carry because, Evelyn, I mean, you know, how old was your mama? She was 107, 105. She was 104. 104. Yeah. yeah. Wow. She she decided to cut out at 104. Yeah. She's 107, I think, come uh, next month, I think. I think it's been three years now. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's even scarier because time flies. I remember. Yeah, I remember being at the funeral, at, at the memorial service. But, you know, so we're here. We made it this far, this long. What do you see? Um, I, I was listening to an interview that someone was doing with Nikki Giovanni. And she's up there. And she was basically saying how her job was done. You know, she did what she was brought here to do. And it's up to the young people now um, to carry that torch. Um, and as you've heard me say many times, and I think you echo that my concern is that are the young people capable of carrying these torches? I mean, in the advertising business, um, has much changed so far as, I mean, the audience is still there, the, the, the commercials are still running, but the, the methodology and the platforms for them receiving the messages have changed. But so far, do you think that these young people are, and I, 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 we're talking about advertising, so we're not really deep, but do you think mm -hmm. they're really still even getting those messages 
or are they getting some source, some other, getting their um, guidance from other sources, like I mean, your TikToks? I, I think the advertising uh, business racket game has changed so much that I don't even, I, I don't even know what it is. Hmm. I mean, if, if I had, if I were thrown back into that arena today, I would be lost. I would have no idea hmm. what what to do. It's interesting. It's an interesting paradox that people still ask people like me about to to weigh in to issues of marketing communications, and I. I step into that very warily because I really don't know if I know what the hell I, I'm doing. Uh, so I will give my perspective based on my experiences, just kind of a contextual perspective based on you know what I knew when I, when I knew it. Uh, but I think it's far different. I think it's far different from what it is. If I hadn't gotten out of the, the, the business and. 15 years ago, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. If I was still in it, I, I think I would be totally lost because I'm not sure I would be able to make the necessary adjustments in my head uh, to, uh, to stay on top of it. And of course, that's what happens to a lot of people who do stick around too long Mm -hmm. in a volatile, dynamic industry, and it outgrows them, except they, they, they want to hold on, and they wind up holding on to uh, a model that is far out, outdated, and that can lead to uh, you know, bringing, it, bringing it down totally. Mm -hmm. Atrophy and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, I don't. I have no idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. uh, social media. I mean, when I was doing what I was doing, we were talking about. Well, first of all, we were talking about sixty-second commercials. Right. And I remember when we started transitioning from sixty-second commercials to thirty-second commercials. We were totally. <laughs> Uh, freaked out because we didn't know how are we going to get messages into 30 seconds. Occasionally, we would have a, an assignment to do a 60-second commercial like we used to. And man, trying to figure out a way to fill up 60 seconds, I mean, <laughs> it seems like an eternity. Yeah. To, you know, so everything is so so changeable and and as we move from one thing to another it's it's an initial shock and then it becomes the norm and then to move back to where you were becomes very very challenging mm -hmm. so uh, things things are moving yeah um, so I don't even when I look at advertising now I'm, I don't know what's going on what are they talking about? Yeah, yeah. And you know, I grew up in the era where white space and print media was was king. Yeah, you know, the Doyle Dane model. You know, yep. the blog and 
white space and you know and, and kind of that kind of minimalism yeah now i look i look at uh what i think is advertising now and my eyesight notwithstanding i mean the pages are loaded yes. with stuff yeah with text overload and it's like yeah. have you looked at the the magazine section of the New York Times yeah. at the over art directed pages yeah. that they have. It's like you know, print is sideways and yeah, it's like they're trying to do television on print. Yeah, and, and you know, you get you get white on pale yep. yellow. I mean uh, are you really inviting me to read this? Yeah. Yeah. So, like so many other things in life, the older I get, the more I can't figure shit out. Yeah, yeah I mean, things aren't making things aren't making sense, yeah. you know. So, so that that's true. In, that's true in this business. That yeah, you know true. what I yeah. wonder. What I wonder though is that with this new um, young generation, um, not understanding where everything came from and with us going out the door and therefore leaving a void for explanations and education on what actually is happening i um it, it gives me a pause to really be concerned i mean they, they're consumed they can consume this stuff so fast they are so fast time you know i mean i'll be shit before i get off the first line Joshua's understands everything. You know, he's just, he pushes me to say, I said, I got this daddy, you know, <laughs> and their brains are structured, are so different seemingly than ours. I just wonder, well, what's gonna happen when they do get stuck and when they do have to have some context and some reference? Well, you know, every advantage there has some downside potential. Um, for instance, they don't have to think about a lot of things anymore that we used to have to think about. We, we, we used to have to remember telephone numbers. <laughs> we had to remember things. And we had to go to libraries and, and uh, know how to, you know, resource files. Mm -hmm. Now I got, you know, I got this, you know, I have my... Uh, this thing here, I can get an answer to almost anything. Yeah. And what was Willie May's lifetime batting average? Yeah. You know, instantly. You know, there it is. Yeah. You know, so it, it's just a whole new thing. So the question is what part? of the human brain will become non-functional mm. over time as a result of say of, of, of not having to remember anything mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's where well, ai that's where artificial intelligence has step well, out artificial intelligence is a boon and it's it, it, it's it, it could be a curse yes in that same in that same sense Yes. Because 
it's doing it's doing the job that our brains used to do right you know what is it frequently purchased you know i mean and then it's also creating parameters for us that don't allow us to explore beyond those parameters. If you go, if you're getting notices every month about if you if you like this, you'll also like this. Yes. And then we start relying on that list yes. of things that we like because the algorithm has told us that this is what we should like. Right. And at some point, we stop looking outside of that. Yes. And so there are things that we will never know because we never look outside of that, that, uh, that list, those preferred things that we have been uh, fed back based on what we already did. So this how, do you, how, do you, how do you do new things if you are constantly doing the old things because that's what we keep getting fed you see you see it in movies absolutely you know there's 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 one there's blockbuster two there's whatever the, the movie is three four because you keep getting fed back it's the same movie yep yes it is <laughs> yes it is same stuff over and over yeah and then once people the, the, the people who are in the business of making money are constantly to, to, to be efficient to save money to to, to to lower risk keep feeding you the things that they already know that you want mm -hmm. pretty soon that'll be it so you'll never be fed things outside of the things that you already been established. Yeah, you'll never be able to move forward. So whatever Huxley wrote, wrote Brave New World, I mean, we're, we're constantly going into Brave New World, except that it, right now it's exponential. I mean, change is happening so fast. I mean, just 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 in looking at the at the uh, at social media. You know, when we were talking about TikTok and the average age of TikTok user, how fast that, did it move from uh, a teeny bopper, a, a tween thing yeah. to old people? Yeah. Because those, those kids, they, they are adopters, adapters, influencers. And then once they get through and you start following them, then it's really they're gone. gone. It's, yeah. they're, 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 gone. Done. they're done with it. Yeah, they don't want to have anything to do with anything that you have anything to do with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it just keeps moving, and 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 instead of moving from year to year and decade to decade, pretty soon it's going to be day to day. Absolutely. Absolutely, it is. It is. When you wrote your book, brainwashed. How do you see any relevance? I mean dumb question kind of, but I want to go a little bit deeper. Do you see the relevance now in that? Is that still applicable? I mean, because oh, it, I said, yes, if, if I, if I go back and, and really go over some of the things that I said, uh, I would make some adjustments. The, the principle 
the principle uh, is the same, mm-hmm. but there are some nuances that I probably missed. So I'm always going back and looking and said, mm, that's a little bit lame or that, that, that was a little bit harsh. Uh, I think there are a lot of things that felt more harsh. Uh, I should say a lot of things, some things. Uh, harsh uh, judgments, pronouncements, especially of black people. Uh, and um, without understanding some of the, the nuances. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I would, I would probably revise it, some things. Have those nuances changed though, from the black person's perspective? Well, the, the, well, I was I was actually speaking to some things that black people were not necessarily up to that point buying into, and also some black people weren't even buying into it after they read it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still am am not. Uh, I, I don't see any evidence that people have bought into the the point that I made about the power of negative media messaging to influence our attitudes and behavior. And I believe that one of the reasons why people don't buy into it is because it's not convenient and it's not uh, enjoyable to buy into it. Mm -hmm. Because I do believe that we are addicted to habits and we are addicted to one of those habits being uh, amusement Mm -hmm. entertainment and ease ease and we don't want to disturb that it's a human it's a human it's a point of human nature that we don't well, I shouldn't say human nature, but learned. It's learned that we don't want to think too much right. because it's hard and it's uncomfortable. And what makes it uncomfortable is because we are relying on certitude. We want, we want things to be black and white so that we can be comfortable. Mm-hmm. We, we don't want to live with ambiguity. We don't want to live with uncertainty. Um, and we punish people. We punish our leaders for not being certain. They've got to be certain, certain even if they're not. They've got to act like it. Mm. Like they know what they're doing. And my feeling at this stage is nobody knows anything. No. The only thing that we know for sure is that we don't know anything for sure. Yeah. And, but that, we can't have that. Mm-hmm. We got to know, K-N-O-W, we've got to know. And, and it's very uncertain. And so I, I'm, I'm becoming more and more uh, inclined towards ambiguity and uncertainty as I get, as I get older. You, you know, you start off, as a young person thinking that you know everything, everything. Mm-hmm. And, and as, as a result of knowing everything, the 
the scope of, of, your, of your ambition is broader and more global. And as you get older, you go from, okay, I'm gonna save the world and it keeps shrinking what you're able to save until it gets down to, can I save myself? Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Can I save myself? Yeah. You know, I mean, we're gonna save the world, we're gonna save the country, we're gonna save the neighborhood, you have a community, you know, we, we find out we can't even save our, our families, we can't even save our relatives, we can't save our children. So can I possibly, possibly save myself? And that becomes a struggle, <laughs> you know, because there are too many variables that you can't control. I want to back up a minute. You can't control. I want to back up about the leaders. You you said something that struck a nerve. Do you think that's why we've quote unquote lost our belief belief and don't have the black leadership that we had before? Is because they are not um, showing us enough structure, enough answers. Um, um, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know who who can we follow, Tom. You know, I mean, the thing about it, there is a question as to whether we have overfollowed, hmm. because we we imbue people with certain powers, certain divine powers, sometimes that is unreasonable. And as the world becomes more transparent as a result of things like social media, mm -hmm. we start seeing that these people, after all, are just human beings. Yeah, they're just people. So I think that there may be some argument for relying less on people to lead and relying more on ourselves to think, uh, and therefore being being able to contribute to that to, to that leadership, and that's a that's a tall order because yeah. our society systematically, in order to for it to function, trains us not to think. Right, algorithms, social media, all that's what it is. It's about. Yeah. You know, I, I think that it's, it's, it's notable that we function, we, we concentrate on certain things at the beginning of the ed educational process. It used to be reading and writing and arithmetic, whatever, you know, just to put it in simplistic terms. But tell me where is the curriculum for, for very young people titled How to Think, mm. How to Reason, Deductive Reasoning, Deductive Logic, How to Figure Things Out, How to Think for Oneself. Mm. I don't think that it really exists in any meaningful way. No, I agree. So, and, 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 and I think it's somewhat by I don't know if you could call it unconscious design, because it is it doesn't work for society. If you have everybody deeply engaged in figuring things out, how do you get people to do anything? Right. Exactly. And, in, and, in, and in our society, our capitalistic society, how how can you function if you can't 
persuade people to do stuff like buying us buy a certain product right yeah i was just looking at an ad uh just recently we were looking for a water purifier and uh and this particular product i had had a commercial and it just sort of went by very quickly it's this product makes the water taste pure. Well, wait a minute. I'm not looking for water that tastes pure. I'm looking for water that is is pure. Right. Exactly. But that's a that's a little. Yeah. <laughs> now, if we're thinking, if 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 you get too many people thinking about it, then nobody's going to buy that product. Exactly. You know. So, a certain amount of of I mean, it's the difference between training and education. You know, we are not educated, we are trained. Yes, yes. And that's part of the, that, that's part of a problem. I remember uh, uh, shopping around for a dog and, you know, had all kinds of books on dogs and some dogs are judged to be intelligent. And there is a discrepancy between dogs who are intelligent and dogs who are trainable. You may not want to get the most intelligent dog, you know, <laughs> you know, because an intelligent dog is saying, well, this dude is asking me to, to heal. I don't, you know, I really don't feel like doing that right now. <laughs> right. I would rather do this, right. you know. And so I think that's somewhat of an analogy with what's going on. You know, we are we are being trained but not being educated. We're not right. we're not being taught to to we're to being dumbed down. Oh man, tremendously. Yeah. Tremendously. You know, they they, they might as well close the school systems. I, I used to think and I would tell um, Josh all the time, you know, he didn't like math. I'm like, well, you're not really going to class to learn math. You're going to class to learn how to think and how to reason. So I don't give a crap if you fail, but you got as long as you learn how to learn. Yeah. And 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 kids are not aware of that. Teachers are not aware of that. They're not teaching, they're not teaching to educate. They're teaching right. to numbers. Right. And you know, it, I, I would say that's going to be our downfall, but we're already down. It's, it's already it, over. <laughs> I tell you, man, I, uh, I I keep I keep asking people like you and other people that I respect, that somebody please tell me how we're going to get out of this, out of this downward spiral. I, you know, I, I am, I mean, there's, there's a difference between being skeptical and being pessimistic. I'm skeptical, uh, but I'm also reasonable and logical. And I see the logic of what's going on. I see the, I, I see the plan that it is moving us this way. But I don't see the plan or counter plan that's 
moving us against that. If somebody can tell me beyond hope, then I would like to know what it is. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how we, we do it. The, the set of circumstances that are taking place, some, a lot of it is just bad timing. Yeah. You know, when, when things happen, when justices die, when despots decide to, to commit atrocities in the world. I mean, a lot of it is, you know, when is the election cycle? And, right. you know, Correlated. 2022 versus 2024, and, huh. and who's, who do we have to run for these offices? And how are we, how are we gonna overcome gerrymandering and, and voter suppression and, and all of these things? And at the same time, we are continuing uh, to be pulled in and engaged in amusing distractions. Yes. Yes. So, you know, you know, it's like it's like when you you break into the uh, the house and there's a guard dog there and you throw it out, give him some some really good right treats <laughs> to eat. See <laughs> you. I mean, that's what that's what's happening. We. Yeah. You know, we're being fed all this stuff, the distraction, you know, go and enjoy your movie and leave and leave us alone. Yeah, turn on TikTok and just don't worry yeah, about this. Don't don't interfere. We we're we're busy here. Right, exactly. You know, enjoy your movie, enjoy your music, enjoy your lyrics, yeah. uh, and have a good time. Yeah. And, and not only that, but we'll make money from you doing it. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's what I was criticized severely. And I, I respect COVID to no end. But I would ask people, what do you think, what else in the world is happening right now while we're arguing and fussing about masks? Do you think the government and the world has stopped doing their business and stopped doing what they're doing that we're so distracted that we're not even asking and not concerned about what they have done? all the laws that were passed over these last two years that we had no idea were on the table and still don't know what's going on because we were, we were distracted. And sure, it was a valid distraction, but the world doesn't stop. They don't stop when one thing happens. This is a multifaceted, multiplex, what they call it now. And um, it, it's just amazing how they have. That's why I always... And the first thing I always think about is your book, Brainwashed. Shit, if we haven't been fucking brainwashed to the ilf, and I'm talking about everybody, not just African-Americans, everybody has been just, you know. So I, I don't think there is a, a solution, Tom. Um, got to be a solution. I, well, I think there is one, but we don't control solution. it. I just need somebody to tell me what it is. I can't figure out. You know, it, it, it's, it's AI. and It's AI. I mean, you know. Uh, remember that movie, Solving Green? Remember that movie with Charles and Heston? When the government just came in, the government came in, there were so many homeless people and so much chaos, they just came in with a bulldozer and scraped everybody up off the streets and put them in a container and made food out of them. You know, right. I, I don't think... Yeah, um, and I guess I'm glad I did. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, And they don't, you know, a lot of things like that that will could make you think, or us think, 
they don't even show those anymore. It's so amazing. I'll go on Google and I'll be looking for something and I'll find it. And then I'll go on to prove to somebody whatever a week later and it's gone. It's not there. We're not talking about stuff that's like erased or disappears. Shit that actually happened, Tom. History that happened. Yeah. And it, they, they take it out. Yeah. They take it out. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. You know? It's it's uh I don't I don't know, I, I I just have to I just have to kind of stay optimistic, but I don't have a basis. You know I I know one thing I know that there there is good in the world somewhere. Absolutely. I don't know there's bad in the world, but it appears that bad is pre predominating and it makes sense that it would mm -hmm. I, you know I, I i sent you the song that i, I wrote called hate power right. and and basically the whole premise there is that when people are engaged in nefarious thinking and and, and activities they really concentrate on it yeah negative and yeah. very often that's that that's all they do yes Yes. You know, they don't they don't sleep, they don't relax, they basically are determined to 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 prevail, to to predominate. Yeah. And so their their presence is there. You know, I'm looking at the uh at the hearings uh for the Kataji Joe, Kataji Brown, and it's like, man, do you mean to tell me that a job called the Senate, a senator, whatever, is that important that you are willing to sell your soul, your very soul, for that job? When, it, when, when all the, the bottom falls out, the, the, the bottom of principles and morals and whatever you want to call it, spirituality, just fall out of the bottom and you're willing to do and say anything, yeah. however hurtful, however damaging, however untruthful, to keep a job. Man, yeah. that is remarkable yeah. to me. And, and, and we're, talking, we're not talking about people who are dumb. No, no. We're talking about people with advanced degrees. Yes, who, and power. Who seemingly would have all kinds of alternatives. Yes. And they use all yes. that brilliance, you know, to 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 basically just foment uh, evil. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Yep, that that that's where the that's where the hope is, but that's where the crap is also. And so I think that it's going to have to be, it's going to have to be those people. I, I would I would love to say the young generation, but again. Um, it's got to it's got to be another generation that we don't see because right now i don't know the resources for this generation if it's TikTok, which it is in a lot of cases in social media then my my grandson in arizona both of them they're in these um wardoff schools and um essentially they wardoff wardoff they're kind of like a montessori school but only they're even deeper it's a german-based school from um uh, i think his name is i think it's rudolf steiner i'm not sure 
but mm -hmm. basically they're on farms they go to school on farms and so they're literally like milking cows and and you know i was very much so my my daughter um went to montessori school years ago and i was very much so opposed to it because i'm like well you know no, you got to be learning technology you got to be da 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 no let them milk the cows let them get the eggs let them understand so that's what I see. I see I hope it's going back, as the movie says, back to the future, because um, right now, between big pharma, big business, technology, we 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 in trouble. And I'm not talking about black people, I'm talking about all people, you know. Mm -hmm. Right now we're on an even playing field because mm -hmm. it ain't just we don't even count, you know, our little 13%. You know they're going they're screwing everybody man you know mm -hmm. and we're all the futures um so hey man back to the future praying hope faith <laughs> i don't know you know you know there's the whole business about the power of prayer and stuff you know it just seems that love kindness peace you know and, and you know Stevie's song. He says, "Bring it down a little, but you bring it down because yeah. love is very yeah. peaceful." I think that's metaphorical because love is not forceful. It's not loud. It's not boisterous, and it, it you know, and right. it's right. Not, it doesn't break through. I mean, yeah. you know, the way that you get things across is you, you the it's there's research that shows what the louder you say something. The more often you say something, the more it becomes people's truth, yeah. you know. And so nobody is, love it, by its very nature is soft and gentle. Yeah. And bring it down a little bit. Yeah. But, but, but in the meantime, the, the hate mongers are bleating. I mean, they're, they're bellowing and yeah. boisterous and you know, making all kinds of noise and taking over. And that that's what people believe. That gets the attention. It gets the attention. But it also is, I think some research shows that that's also what they believe. Mm -hmm. It's because somebody said it louder and said it more often. That must be the truth. Hmm. And so... I don't, I don't know. I, I, I just wish there were more people in the marketing communications business who have means, certainly well beyond mine, to, to, to spend more time working on changing the world using marketing com communications techniques and skills. You know, the, the interesting thing about people in this business is that they make a lot of money, they charge a lot of money, and they do that on the basis that what they do is important and meaningful and powerful. Mm -hmm. Until you ask them to do something that is meaningful and important. Right. <laughs> well, you know, I don't have any ability to do that. Right. You know, wait a minute, I thought. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, is it true? Are you are you powerful or not? 
if you're not, then stop asking people to spend, you know, umpteen millions of dollars, billions of dollars a year uh, for your for your messages. Yeah. So if you can sell some soap, how, how about if you can sell some peace? Yeah. Or, or sell, you know. Yeah. One, yeah. Well, maybe maybe peace is just not that profitable. Oh yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> not now, you know. But uh, but but how do you save? How do you save the world? Because if you're the wealthiest person in the world, uh, uh, you know what what world are you going to be living in if there's no world? Well, Elon, Elon Musk and Bezos and them, they're getting off this planet. They're, they're going to another world. Some people are, yeah. are saying that without being that tongue-in-cheek. You know, some people actually believe to believe that. Yeah. yeah. It was interesting to see, to see uh, that Biden uh, just uh, gave, I think the government just gave $2 billion to the Ukraine, Ukraine uh, to Ukraine to fight the war. Two billion dollars is ten percent of the net worth of one individual. Two billion. So, so if the three hundred billionaires in this country could pitch in one, two, ten percent of their total to save the world that they're that they they live in and profit from. Man, yeah, what a monumental thing that, that could be in terms of affecting change. I don't get it. Yeah. I, I, I don't. Well, Tom, yeah, I don't think that um, we, we we're not gonna get it in this in this post. <laughs> That's true. That is true. That is you know? absolutely. True. And, and we've been talking like this for a long time. We're just recording this conversation, so mm -hmm. I, I do think this whole. I'm uh, I'm sort of glad that I won't be around for when it probably ha happens. But I do I do have to have hope because of my kids and exactly. my grandkids. You know? Exactly. You know, yeah. or either try to the, the 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 bad thing is is that I don't there's nobody to help prepare them for what's probably and we don't really know gonna come. But the numbers are there. You just said the numbers. I mean, we're not talking about asking these people to give up their fortunes, just 10%, you know? And, and and you know what? It's not even about the money, it's the mindset. Yeah. Again, they're ready to leave the planet and charge everybody else to get up off the planet as opposed to saving the planet. <laughs> they're going to leave you right up in this mess. Exactly. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> hey, oh. man. Okay. We're going to close it out. I appreciate you very, very much. Okay, man. And, um, hey, we got to do this again. Okay, all right. Thanks Good a time. lot, Tom Burrell. Yeah, take care, man. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.